Hey ladies, it's the PPP Podcast with your host, Money, the lounge for the poised, paid, and prospering woman. Has everything you need in female entrepreneurism. In the lounge, let me take you through my sizable risks, tremendous rewards, and greatest challenges that established my career, as well as the balance I had to initiate while still remaining poised, paid, and prosperous. Female reign, enterprises are steadily growing all over the world, contributing to household incomes and the growth of national economies. I will walk us through the successes of the fashion, apparel, and retail industries at the highest levels. Grow with me, ladies. Without further delay, here's another amazing episode of the PPP Podcast. Hey, you guys, we're back again with another one. We're back again with another one. Um, If you've been with me since day one, thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate you if you're new to the pod. Welcome to the PPP Podcast. I am your host, Money, and we're back again with um, another topic about um, entrepreneurism, um, the the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, um, just basic tips and um, knowledge from what I've learned, what I am learning um, from colleagues, just from real life experiences. So today I would like to talk about that shared fields don't necessarily equate to competition um and that basically means people who do the same thing aren't automatically competition to you i'm gonna say that one more time a person that's in your same playing field is not necessarily a competitor it doesn't it's not always true right um and I've always been this way. Um, I think I'm going to like die this way. Like, I just know that there is enough sun to shine on all of us. Like, you know, when you go on the bread aisle, there's literally a aisle of all bread companies. Um, and they all sell different types of bread and they all thrive because everyone likes what they like. Um, and I kind of talked about this um on the pie. Let's see, let's go back real quick. Um Episode 25, um, marketing tips for startup success. I basically talked about um, how, you know, we should collaborate more. I think collaborating is a great marketing tool. It's a huge asset for businesses. Um, Like photographers collaborating with photographers. Um, Artists collaborating like features on songs. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's like, like, that's like, I guess the best way I could describe it. Like, look at, you know, it might be, you know, uh, Drake featuring X, Y, and Z. You know, I think it's such a huge, huge, huge uh, asset for both parties. Um, because, like, collaborating with another me, with another uh, female clothing business, their followers might not necessarily, um, they might like what they're selling, right? But you might have a couple of followers that like what I sell, especially if we're not selling the same thing. We could both be selling um, women's apparel, but we both have two different types of tastes, right? Um, I might have followers that like what you have. I personally just be like, it is open opportunity because people going to buy what they want to buy. Um, and like I said before, you're going to bread out. Look at it. We drive down the street every day and there is like literally four corners and um gas stations on each one of them and he also had the same fucking gas one might just feel like it's one to be one cent less or two cent less or you know what i'm saying or have a better history of better gas like 
come on now. Gas is gas. That shit is going to burn out and we have to come back and get it. So um, today, yeah, I just want to dive into that topic. Um, share fields don't necessarily equate to competition. Um, and from there, I would say, you know, in a world of interconnected industries and like rapidly evolving markets, the concept of competition has taken like a whole new dimension. Like social media is a motherfucker. Like social media is literally the person or thing. I'm not going to say because social media is a thing. It's what's driving competition. While that that is true, right? That individuals or businesses operating in the same field might seem like natural competitors, but the reality is often more a nuisance. Share fields don't necessarily equate to competition. That reflects, you know, the modern business dynamics and the potential for collaboration, even among those who seemingly occupy the same space. So I hope that someone who's listening, um, go partner up with someone in your industry. It's totally fine. If there's somebody that you love and, you know, you you um, admire or, you know, you're inspired by, hit them up. See if y'all can work together. I don't see why not. I think it's beautiful. I love, love, love to see um, collaboration over competition. I love to see it. I think it's dope. It brings people together and you just never know what could come out of something so great. And I'll show you guys this story, right? When I first uh, started Accessories Matter and I opened up my first location, there was a female that was in the mall um, that had a female clothing store. And me being me, like, I'm not shy or I'm not really the one that's scared to ask questions because I feel like if you don't ask, you won't know. But, like, you know, I went to her and I was like, you know, how do you like it here, you know, in the place that we were at? You know, I'm about to open up a woman's apparel store, um, but it's like accessories at the time. It was, I didn't think I was going to, you know, I'm not I didn't think, but at that moment when I first started, it was all accessories. Um, I was like, I'm about to open up an accessory store, whatever. So purses, glasses, necklaces, X, Y, and Z, accessories. Um, and I was just like, you know, asking about software, asking about just different things um, because we're going to be working with the same clientele, right? Um, and then as time went on, you know, I even was like, you know, I, I want to open up another location. And I was definitely ahead of my uh, time with that. But I wanted her and I to open up a boutique together. Like half of the store would have been like her type of clothing. And then the other half would have been my type. So where, you know, what we'd have done, we'd have drive, we'd have drove in, like double traffic. I would have been promoting my business. She would have been promoting her, promoting her business. Right. And we would have made a page together promoting you know, us joining, right? But two heads are better than one any day. Any day. Um, obviously it didn't happen. Um, but I would have had loved that for us. But some things, you know, you just be like, you'll never know. It's like it's okay that you will never know it. You know, it's totally fine. Um, but I definitely have thought about collaborating with people in my industry. I have friends that uh sell women apparel. It does not bother me. All day, every day, I could be out and somebody telling me, oh, you look cute. Well, you got this room. And I'm like, accessories matter. And I could be with my friend. I'm like, oh, but this is my homegirl. She sell women's apparel as well. Like, I feel like that's why I'm so blessed because I'm never trying to dim the next woman's light. And me shining light on another woman that's doing what I do is not going to dim my light. Like, all it does is just make a person just look at, you know, like me in a different limelight because it's like, damn, y'all you don't mind saying that your homegirl do X, Y, like we're not a competition. I don't even look at my friends like competition. 
And like I said, I have friends that work in the industry that I work in. Like, and one of my close friends sells um women's apparel. Um, and it is called uh, her Instagram is I I shop Desire B. Let me make sure. Yep, I shop Desire B. And um, we literally like promote each other. Like she takes some time off from her business, so you know she haven't been like really, really, really on it. But whenever we out, she promote me. I promote her. Like. We have two different types of tastes. We, we, you know, we sell two different types of things, but we, our audience, our client is the woman. But we don't, we don't, we don't look at each other as competition, like at all. And I, I love it and I appreciate it. Like we both in the same industry. We both go to, um, you know, like conventions together. That's where we actually met at, at a convention. We met on social media, but we met in person at a convention in Las Vegas. You know, two females from New Orleans meet. We cheering each other on on Instagram. Like, you know, how you always have that long distance best friend that you don't even know, never met, but just always supporting you. That's how we were with each other. And, um, yeah, some years ago, about five years ago, uh, we met up in Vegas. And we've been locked in ever since. So I say that from a personal experience that, you know, just because we share the same field, it does not mean we're competition. Um, and I, I'm going to break it down a little bit more for you guys. Diverse businesses, um, models, and niches, like, that. that's number one, right? Within any given industry, there's, an, like, numerous, numerous number of, like, niches, segments, and specialized areas that cater to distinctive customers' needs, right? What did in competing, right? Directly, business can, businesses can often coexist by targeting different niches or offering unique value propositions. Meaning, I know my clients, I know my audience, I know who I'm targeting, the, the female that I am targeting. Whereas someone that's in the same industry might be targeting like a, demi, a different um, uh, age group, age demographic, um, or a different uh, nationality like it really just depends on your audience like who is that person and your niche right um so after we say right the uh diverse business models and niches right i go into step two or you know number two of this would be collaborations and partnerships right like i'm speaking of shared fields can provide opportunities for collaboration and partnerships especially in cases where they complement right Complementary products or services can create like synergies. And I'm super, super big on stuff like that, like bringing in two people that even if we don't do the same thing, but we work, why not? Why not sync this shit together? I just think it, it just makes sense. Why not? Businesses can combine their strengths to offer comprehensive solutions that benefit both parties and their customers. If, why, like, okay, me, you know, in retail and women's apparel, right? If I had a homegirl that sold shoes, why would I not want my homegirl? Like, why would I not want us to work together? Why would we not cr cross promote each other? Because when women need clothes, next thing they need is shoes. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you have to put your pride aside and know that just because we work in the same industry does not mean we are competition. Ding, ding, ding. Market expansion and education. The presence of multiple players in a shared 
field can actually expand the market by creating more awareness, right? And driving consumer education. Gems to baby gems. This can be particularly true for emerging industries where joint efforts can lead to overall growth. All right. Let's grow together. I always say grow with me. That's what I that's what I tell you guys on a pod. Like this is a journey. You gotta grow with me. So you have to make sure, you know, you're looking at these aspects, right? So then the next thing I'll tell you guys, innovation and knowledge sharing. Businesses within the same industry often face similar challenges. So me creating this PPP podcast, it is for, you know, the launch for the poised, the paid, and the prospering woman. Um, it's about the entrepreneur lifestyle and not necessarily like it is for in retail because that's the industry I'm in. But it's for any entrepreneur. Like I know that anybody that's an entrepreneur can, can relate to what I'm speaking on on these pods because we all have similar challenges. Literally, whether you are a barber, whether you are a um, a cook, a chef, you know, um, whether you are an artist, whether you are a graphic designer, an editor, it, you are an entrepreneur. If you have the entrepreneur spirit, you face some challenges that I've spoken about. And if you haven't faced them, baby, you might gonna face them. So listen to this pod and enjoy, literally, because I really be dropping gems and I be trying to let people know that like the shit that like I watch YouTube, you know, even throughout my process. Um, but like, man, I didn't have the podcast. We didn't have podcasts six years ago. We had them, but it wasn't the light wasn't shined on them. Shine a light on them. Shine a light on them. Okay, but nah, seriously, it wasn't just it wasn't as huge as it is now. So now people are listening to more YouTube and more um podcasts on why they driving or whatever the case may be. Um, so rather than viewing each other as comp- competitors, right, competition with one another, um, they become more sources, right, of innovation and knowledge sharing, cross promoting of ideas can drive progress um for both parties the entire field everyone is winning because we are literally doing cross-pollination we are syncing this shit together come on now get woody all right so they have um competition and ecosystems right the idea of competition acknowledges that businesses can you know cooperate and compete right? It's in a complex ecosystems, right? Companies might collaborate on certain aspects while competing on other. Ah, see, that, that, that's deep right there. I'm gonna say that one more time. In complex ecosystems, companies might collaborate on certain aspects while competing on others, fostering a dynamic and a relationship, a symbolic relationship at that, because you know, we might say, okay, well, we're going to collaborate on this, but we're going to compete in this area. And it could be just friendly, but it works for the both of us. It, you just got to put two, put, put your heads together. I, I, I'm I, all for it. Listen, I'm all for collaboration. I don't, I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm a competitive person, but when it, I just never felt like I had competition, not for real. I mean... I used to say when I first started out, like my only competition was like the corporate stores, like because that I would that probably would be my that was my only competition in the beginning of this journey was corporate. When I'm literally a black female opening up in a mall, I don't have no money. I mean, I had enough to 
open up a boutique or whatever. But like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the beginning of nothing when I first started out. But I literally opened up across from Charlotte Roots. You know, it's so hard to, you know, and I'm happy that I, I believe in myself, right? Because Charlotte Roots selling necklaces for $5. It's selling shirts and shit for $5. When I'm across from them and I'm selling necklaces for $25. You get what I'm saying? But I had, it's just the differences. And that's how I, I learned that, you know, I could still survive directly across from a corporate business that is, you know, manufacturing these things and get them at a better rate than I am because they're corporate and they've been around my whole damn life. So it's like you you just have to figure out what what is for you and just like see the see the see the the long the longevity in it. Trust the process. Um so the next thing I'll say is, you know, evolving customer preferences. Customer preferences continually change, like constantly. What might be a competitor today could become a collaborator tomorrow. As market changes, the trends and the demands, they shift all the time. I tell y'all this on pods all the time. What's in today, tomorrow is something different. Um, So you might feel like, oh, this is my composition today. But tomorrow you're like, I need to work with this person. Like, I need to collaborate. I need to, you know, see what they're doing that I'm not. Because I see that they're thriving. I need to make some changes. Customer preferences always just change. So my friend might sell something and my customers might start to like. like or they in a certain age range, but as they grow, they might want something that's on a different age range. You get what I'm saying? Like, it really is just all about what you sell, what's your product, and how you look at things. But that makes a lot of sense because evolving customer preferences, they change. Like me, I'm getting older, right? Um, I'll be 29 soon. So, you know, but the way that I'm dressed is starting to change. Not saying that I don't wear this stuff I sell because I rightfully do, but I'm also like, my clients that are my age, because that was my audience, my age, they're getting older. So their taste is going to begin to change. While I'm in this phase right now where it's like I have to maintain the customers that I initially, that age group that I initially started with, I also need to keep and maintain the customers that are growing older like I am. They're evolving. Ding, 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 major key right there. Um. So the next thing I'll say is, global markets and opportunities. Let's talk about that. With the globalization of markets, opportunities can arise beyond local and or even national boundaries. So shared field businesses can explore expansion, right, into new regions while still maintaining distinct market spaces. Now, I feel like that right there, that is something to think about like further, like deeper into your business. Um, wanting to collaborate with, um, that's like me wanting to collaborate with like Amazon. So instead of me just like accessories matter and I'm just like, um, you know, solely only operated by me and, you know, through my platform, but I could also say, well, look, I'm going to put my business on Amazon. I'm going to sell my items on Amazon as well. That is global. That's a bigger opportunity. That's globalization. You get what I'm saying? It's expanding into new areas, new regions, people that don't usually see my product would see it, you know, because I'm on Amazon or eBay or Etsy or just collaborating with people or platforms in other regions. That's what I mean about that right there, right? So the next thing is, um, I would say basically adopting a value-centric um, approach, right, over a 
truly competitive mindset can lead to more sustainable and mutual beneficial outcomes. Businesses that prioritize delivering value to customers can coexist in the same field. That's a value-centric approach. They hear me. You have to, you know, be able to know and prioritize still delivering value to your customers. All right. Um, so again, I want you guys to know that, you know, share fields don't necessarily equate to competition. And people that do the same thing as you is not labeled automatically your competition. Like that's so easy. Like, I don't know no no other way to kind of like describe it or make it make sense for you guys, but collaboration over competition and I'm always always say that collaboration over competition um and I guess I'll close it out right with the idea that you know sharing fields don't necessarily equate to competition underscores and multifaceted um n- nature of businesses interactions in today's interconnected world while there may be you know some instance of direct competition it's essential to recognize the potential for collaboration, innovation, and coexistence within the same industry. Um, by embracing this like broader perspective, businesses can harness the power of shared expertise and collective efforts to drive positive outcomes for themselves and their respective fields. Everybody's not your competition. Um, and just because we do the same thing, you know. You, you, you isn't we 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 not competing and truth be told sometimes I just be feeling like you know I'm that I'm that girl like we're we're there's no what they say you can't uh compete where you don't compare like I don't really compare my business to other people's business like I really just be like in my own zone for real like so it's like it's no reason to compete it's no reason there's no reason so um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys got some gems from this and you really thought about it. Whether, like I said, whatever you're doing, whatever it is, just know that we're going to say collaboration over competition. And just because we do the same thing or you do the same thing as the next person does not mean you guys are competition. Till next time, you guys. You've just listened to another episode of the PPP podcast with money. The Lounge for the Poised, Paid, and Prospering Woman. The PPP podcast was recorded live in the studio with final editing before uploading. Subscribe today to the PPP podcast for more incredible content. Don't miss the next episode of the PPP podcast with money on all mainstreaming platforms.